Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Honestly, Ben, we love you, but if you do that or pull that shit again, <laughs> we're going to put you in the car and make you record outside. Fucking hell. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. From the cradle to the grave, the lives of those poor wretched of New Island are lead lives of quiet desperation, yearning against the yoke of an unforgiving master who rules on high in a dark citadel that the people called never. What name he once had has been lost for centuries. Now he is simply known as the Controller. On high he watches, on high he passes judgment, and on high he demands ever-escalating quantities of that stuff of life that the mages call raw ether, extracted from a people assumed broken until now. For... In New Islander, the scent of revolution is in the air. Impossibly, the gods are returned and have reunited, or let's be honest, reunited three of the four churches of the land, unifying their leadership towards a terrible, singular purpose, the elimination of the controller and the liberation of these lands. Now, in the shadow brokerage of Ignatius Bum, a covenant has been formed. The Philgites lend their power to open a path through the stone waste to never. The bastinets are ready with an assist, for it is their high priestess who has been captured within the citadel. But their job for now is here on the ground, rallying the faithful. It will be up to you. Filge, Bobby, Friezo, Baston, Lion Shield Banknote, and Edward Horatio Piss to do the impossible. Kill the king, rescue the priestess, liberate the city, and find a way back home. The stoneways are open. The way is clear. Clag, Ignatius, Bedford, stand by expectantly. It is time to step through. Before we go, I just want to say, I've really enjoyed getting to know all of you. <laughs> and I... See, you told me to do the first line and I thought I had something in my mm-hmm. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you the warning literally before I started the spiel. <laughs> I don't know if you put it in there, but I went, okay, just remember, Ben, I'm throwing to you and I started the spiel. And I, he's saying, I, I enjoyed getting to know all that of was, you. That was, that was confusing because I thought you were about to quit Dragon Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something... This is something weird that we've never done. Like, we're back in the same room together for the first time in forever. Yeah. But we never look at each other. We're currently sitting in a circle and we never make eye contact with each other because we're always sitting in a line on a table. Mm. That's really true. This is freaking me out. Yeah, yeah, we're in a circle. It's very, very strange. I sang a nice song to Eden before without (laughs) breaking eye contact. You've never actually looked at Eden's eyes before. And so I had to sing We also have, let's be honest, this is the first time we've been together since isolation ended in Sydney. We have too many snacks. We had a big Malaysian meal mm. and we've all been a little mm. bit silly so we'll see how the energy holds up so this mm. is like what real Dungeons and Dragons is like <laughs> <laughs> he says in the time that I've known you we've had our differences we've had our uh, 
Uh, <laughs> who? Speaking right yeah, now. Who are you? This, this is me, Ignatius Bum. Bum. This oh. is Mr. Bum. Oh, it's Mr. Bum. Please, Ignatius Bum. <laughs> we've had our differences. We've had our secrets. We've had laughs. I've told you things about my life and uh, health that I never thought I would. <laughs> as, I, as he says that he... I know what I'm doing! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get snippy, Ben. <laughs> but it is time for me to give you something. Ooh. Is it colic of the bum? Because <laughs> I don't want colic of the bum. And he takes out a book. <laughs> that was from uh, a, dust, a dusty tome. Needlessly oh, hostile. All the tomes are dusty. A dusty tome from his collection of tomes. And he says, as you know, we are the Church of Secrets. We collect information and this may be of use to you. These are plans that I acquired some years ago for the Citadel. And he hands Mm. over this most dusty of of useful items. Do we need gloves for this book? Is this a glove book? This is, well, if you want to take proper care of the book, you can go to the shops and buy some gloves, but it's now no longer my problem. And you do with it what you want. Everybody pull your sleeves over your hands. <laughs> All right, Bobby, are you carefully opening the book? Yeah, sure. All right, you can see what looks to be stitched together from several sources, blueprints of an enormous castle complex, cribbed shorthand notes everywhere, a real a, a, a grail diary of mismatched notes, everything that Ignatius Bum and his spies have been able to identify about the Citadel of Never. Is there an index for this, or it seems kind of a jumble... I don't know every like a. This is the whole thing. This uh, is. I'm not gonna hold your hand. Could you though? Through, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, are you, are you asking? You're asking him to come. Uh, wait. Are you not coming with us? I thought this was a journey. Well, where you, are Where are you gonna go now? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Bum? I have Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> you, wait. Are you a student or a teacher? I am a student who is on the way to. You get your qualification. <laughs> Cert three. <laughs> Pilates. Are we talking Matt Pilates or you can do the reformer? Yeah, you got or a machine? What are you doing? Are you doing heat? Those control? machines are very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> in this world too, Pilates reformers are expensive not and on, exist. Not only in this world are Pilates reformers expensive also, but in this world, Michelle Brazier, who also exists in this world, was scammed. <laughs> so another, another babbling one. reverence for um, people that are not fully committed to the cinematic universe of weird Sydney podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, if you ask of me to come, I will come as a friend. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and he is rock hard. <laughs> you can oh. see it through his Pilates pants. Oh, I guess not. When well, we're putting not. together a big heist team, which is what this is, everyone has their own individual skills. Um, obviously, Bobby's a rogue, you know, Baston, you're the muscle. That's right. Filch, also the muscle. Me, classic psychopath. <laughs> Every good Which one of your one. classic psychopath characters is speaking at this moment? <laughs> this is the, the one who does this voice. <laughs> Michael Hing. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lunch of Bagnet has returned from the ghost and was like, I'm the money man. <laughs> I'm the one who's always eating in every scene. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Bum. Sorry, Ignatius Bum. What skills do you bring to the heist, to the heist team? Well, I have a Cert 3 in Pilates for one. But <laughs> well, I don't think you do. I think you're going for that. Well, I'm pretty close, <laughs> all right? It's just box ticking at this point. <laughs> I think you've still got to do your final essay. It's bo- <laughs> I have... Do they make you do an essay? <laughs> <laughs> 
I have certain uh, pieces of knowledge as to how the Citadel works and as to how this entire city works. If you will have me. Do you want to come? I want to point out, he's quite cryptic and it is unclear. It's hard to tell. He's an old man. He's made it clear that he doesn't want to die. It's not quite clear if he's afraid or not. Make for me, this conversation is being led by Frizo. So Frizo, using your great study of human emotion, make for me an insight (laughs) check. An insight check. Mm. I rolled a 14. You get the sense that he is there's something apprehensive about him that he that you can maybe force him to come, but he's a bit scared, or mm. he's he's not he's concerned about something. I get the sense that you're quite scared or uncertain about something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And here's what it is: mm-hmm. I know that if you come with us, you're gonna die. I can promise you that. <laughs> you can promise me that? Whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no! no. Well. Well, look, hey, this is Clat. Sorry, Dragon Huddle. <laughs> I, remember, is- I remember this from last time. Are we over here? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is classic episode stuff. Whenever we have a guest that comes along and we're going into dangerous mission, the guest always dies. Best on. I can't feel like you're getting a little meta here. Yeah, yeah but best on. He's the proves the proves the opposite point. He I came know, exactly. The- exception that proves the rule. Think right. about Dilge. How many times has Dilge died? Twice. Twice, twice, two times. I do have to ask what Frizo's talking about here. If um, you're gonna, if you're gonna have a meta discussion, I, you need to justify how this is working go, in Frizo's head. Every time we go on an adventure and we bring someone with us, they die. <laughs> but you, you, you've killed some of them. That's and that uh, proves my point. And also, who like, are you talking? <laughs> Wait, point. do you, do you want him to come with us? I don't think so. No, no. But he's got sick. He's got knowledge. Of the like mad force, oh, so I will say that that is true. He's written the diary. Yeah. I said that it's covered in cribbed notes. A lot of them are Byzantine cryptic. Some of them in shorthand or a code that you don't and if understand. He, if he comes, he'll want not to die, which will help us also not die. Look, okay. I think we got two options. Either we bring him, or he stays here, but he talks us through some kind of montage of him giving us the information that we need. Hello, All right. Okay, Your that's... call, Dave. <laughs> uh, okay. You turn around and he's got a backpack on. And it's... <laughs> Frieza turns back to Ignatius Barber. It's like, okay, we've decided that you can come, but we aren't going to guarantee your safety. I I understand that. But but you're act, you're not going to actively kill me? That's I didn't right. say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. Let's go back to this. Now this negotiation worked. He said he didn't want to go. Frieza says you're definitely going to die and then bargains it up to, all right, you can come and we're not going to actively kill you. Yeah, but that's the thing. And Baston then guarantees, but we'll also guarantee that you won't not die. Hmm? Huh? Huh? Ah. All right. Well, that's settled. <laughs> that's very confusing. Make for me a persuasion check if you can, Frizo. Uh, oh, my persuasion's off the chain, though, so this is just going to succeed. <laughs> what's the, <laughs> well, then what's the, the point of doing dice? any of this? What's the point of any of this, Dave? It's going to work. No problem. Uh, 26. I hate how uh, arrogant you are about that and there's no consequences. Okay. So he looks, yeah, he's got a little backpack and he... Me- some, some inner reserve of strength is drawn inside him and then he nods to you and... Um, opens up his book, his great chronicle of this land, writes another sentence, lays the quill carefully on top of the book, slams it shut, and then turns to face the stoneways with you that are starting to look like they're about to collapse. But where are we going to go? You said it yourself. You want to go to the nether and kill Carsus. Oh yeah, I forgot we want to kill Carsus. 
Well, great. And I guess there's some kind of like engine that will smash and the thing will fall out of the sky. We'll have a big parade. It'll be great. 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 So the stowaways take us directly to the nether? It's you, You've asked just before, moments ago, another episode to be sure, but moments ago, you asked the Great Crag and his... Um, or her, sorry, the Great Crag's uh, rock formation, and they have created a portal through the stoneways that leads into the bottom of Never, the citadel above <laughs> you. It is now starting to collapse. It's been held there for a while. All right, well, Frizo jumps through the portal. Let's go. Let's go. Baston goes too. All right, everybody yeah. going in? Yep. Everyone goes. All right, and after a moment, sighing to himself, the Ignatius bum follows. The rest do not. Their job is here, rallying the faithful around you as you make your way through the stoneways. Once again, strange, muddy, formless, Formosian corridors that seem to stretch into the earth and then suddenly, unerringly knowing that you need to walk forward, you make your way through another portal that leads into a new space, a dark, winding corridor with a gleaming sort of um, finish of dark blue cobalt. What looks in the sky to be black is in fact a deep, deep majestic blue. Hmm. And as you touch the cobalt, it is cold to the touch and you can hear a whistling sound and a sense of constant movement and pressure in the air. You are somewhere very different. Is the whistling like a high-pitched noise or is it like a more of a tune? It's it's tuneless. It's... it's it, well, well, Wait. Sounds like quite a tune there, Dave. I'm not making that noise. You know Stop, not, Bobby. We that... might not have the copyright on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me. That's Simon whistling. <laughs> the uh, yeah, there's, it's like a as if the air is escaping or leaking out of the space. Mm. Uh, how do our ears feel? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, you know, your ears are popping again. You've gone very, very high up. It's very uncomfortable uh-huh. because every time you travel through the stoneways, you end at different right. um, heights. Mm. Heights. So we're mm. we're way up. But we're actually at the bottom of this sky tower thing. Presumably, yeah. Okay. Is it an inverted pyramid? It's yeah. It's a ziggurat facing downwards with spikes coming off of it. It's a sort of very loose uh, um, bottom-heavy diamond. And shape. we all know what a ziggurat is, and we've probably had it explained to us in previous episodes. Not two episodes. Two ago. episodes. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we don't need to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> a pyramid, a squarey pyramid. Box pyramid. Yep, square pyramid. Like the Great Pyramid of. Yeah, yeah, one oh, of the yeah. early pyramids. Yeah, yeah. So sure. a pyramidal stepped temple tower, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to get technical about it, sure. We, uh, what's the way out of this room, Dave? There's the corridor winds around. It seems like you're 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 on a long corridor that you came through the wall. It goes down, sloping to the right, and it goes up, sloping to the left. There are no right. stairs inside. It's a smooth ramp. Mister Bum, up or down? <laughs> up. <laughs> Up. Well, it depends. What are you? What are you trying to do? Well, you want to we, kill Castle Before Dave. we go anywhere, I'm giving you a full of secrets. Do you know one that is how to kill Cassus? Because we don't have a plan, and he's a very powerful magician. Like, do we need to take inventory? Does anybody have any special weapons? Well, you should have thought of this before you came into the ziggurat. Bobby. Well, it's not my fault because the the, the the portal was closing down. We had to get in here. Yeah. So there was a couple of reasons that you have come back here. Don't forget that. Nine Sister Mysonia, head of the Bastonets, was imprisoned by the trollers and has presumably been brought here. Yeah, I know why we're here. I just want to know if Carsus has an Achilles heel, if you will. Well, he's been sucking the life out of all the people, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess probably the the people power is keeping the pyramid up in the air. So maybe if we could 
we could cut off the people power, then the thing would fall out of the air. Yeah, if we killed all the people. And you are canonically <laughs> the dumb one. Yeah, wow, I really... fascinating. <laughs> yeah, wow. Because you're right, Carsus lives in a state between life and death, sucking the life out of the citizens uh, to barely hold on to life. And he's- as he says this, he's rifling through the book and he comes upon a old, beautiful, illustrated diagram, a cut, a cross-section of what is obviously the Citadel of Never. And you can see that tributary lines have been carved inside it as if they are the veins and ventricles of a beating heart, reaching to the bottom parts of the ziggurat, all leading towards a central four chambers, about a third of the way up the ziggurat as he taps it. So in this way, paradoxically, Cassus is both very weak, but also very powerful and dangerous. He's, if you like, like an ant with a big gun. <laughs> was that... Was uh, that was a that lot il- of secrets, not metaphors. <laughs> was that illustration helpful to you? No, he's the- he does that, he turns the page and there's a picture. <laughs> See, this makes me wish we had live shows because I would have really enjoyed flipping through the pictures of an ant with a big gun <laughs> at interval. Um... Well, that's, that's it then. We we now have to uh, confront him directly. We just get into the supply lines and put piss in there or something. <laughs> we must become the cholesterol that mm. blocks the power to his beating heart. Please, could we stay with the anthropology? <laughs> 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 but he says, he goes on quickly to say, you have to understand even my knowledge has its limits. No living person has stepped foot. Not even the trollers below have been up here. The only people that come up here are the prisoners that the controller sends for and they never return. It has been hundreds of years since living feet have trod these halls. You must be the first. So we're the only people here then? Other than Cassus or I suppose something that could live for hundreds of years, technically yes. Or a robot? Or the prisoners. Or a broomstick that can, like, walk okay, those, around and do those stuff. Those are three oh, things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A, a robot, uh, a broomstick that can walk around. Or you could put those two together and it's it's a Roomba. A cleaning room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny little bit. It's an evil-looking Roomba. <laughs> we wait for him to pass. All right. Idiot. Everyone's, like, up in the ceiling. Like, <laughs> let's go up this spirally... Uh, Corridor. Yes, all right, excellent. So heading your way up the corridor, and I would like to know who is going first. Who's Shock le- or not. All right, who's yeah. leading the way? I'll, I'll go because I'm stealthy. All right, can you see in the dark? There's no light in here. Oh, I cannot. Oh, I'll go, you cowards. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. I muscle everyone out of the way. I pick everyone up and put them to the side right. as I walk past. <laughs> Phil, Let me through. Make, a, uh, make for me a stealth check and make for me a perception check. I would like to hear yeah. both of them from yeah. you, Phil. Here's my stealth check. And what else did you want, Dave? I got a 14. 14 for stealth. And what did you get for perception? Well, I got a 14. As, no, I got 13. Oh, okay, very good, very good. So, Filge is walking up ahead of you. As I said, this entire corridor, and you haven't seen any entrances or exits, it just seems to wind, a non-stop ramp that is uh, carved into the inside of this layer of the citadel. And for a while, you walk in silence until Filge puts her hand up and points through the darkness and those of you whose eyes can unnaturally adjust see that there is a static shape standing 
motionless in front of you. It is a shape that looks strangely familiar, one that you've seen before. Big, tall, imposing, coming down to small and spindly legs covered in sort of strange blemishes. It is unmistakably the silhouette of the Sky Master of a thousand years ago, Chiron. And he's standing motionless, just a silhouette ahead of you. And now he's made of bread. Nope. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Is Chiron the brain in the jar? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh. It's not clear if he's active, if he's asleep, if he's noticed you, if he's standing still, if it's not Is there anything on the ground? Like if I feel around for a little pebble or something to throw? The the floors are just chilled, cold cobalt. This area almost feels like it's organically carved out of the stone. Didn't we throw him out of the plane? Yeah, we did. And then another time we didn't. All right. Hing, you're a coward. Can you also make for me a perception check? Perception. I rolled a one is what I rolled. <laughs> okay, excellent. Sorry. So, yeah. What do you, meanwhile, what are you doing, Filch? Does that mean I go blind? <laughs> you don't I know say, what they're looking at. Oh, I forgot you guys can't see. I'm pointing at something. Oh, <laughs> uh, it looked like Chiron. You guys remember that guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Brain boy. Yeah, real attitude problem. Is that how loud you say that? Because he's about 30 feet forward. Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> The figure hasn't moved, however, even despite the fact that you guys are making quite a bit of noise. Do we have any more biscuits to put in this biscuit slot? <laughs> <laughs> he loved those biscuits. <laughs> Was this the timeline that you were quite rude to him? Mm, I honestly don't know. The figure hasn't moved. If anything, it just seems to be standing there more and more sinisterly. What? This is wild. He's not doing anything, but he's getting more and more sinister by doing nothing. <laughs> wow, what a powerful guy. I, I'm going to tiptoe up to him. And, and uh, n- knock him on, give him a knock on the legs. All right. And I'm hanging on to um, Filter's shirt. Tail. Has, he got, has he got his um, scepter with him? It's just a silhouette. It doesn't look like he has the scepter on him. Or oh, okay. the spear, the sky yeah. claw thing. The claw of Chiron. The claw of Chiron, no. So you, Filge creeps forward towards you while you all, everyone's eyes are on Filge as Filge slowly steps closer and closer towards the figure. And just as she is about to reach forward, to touch. Did you say his legs? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Yeah, knock on his legs. You want to knock on his legs. Rat-a-tat-tat. You want to lean down and knock on his legs. Traditional greeting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just as Phil is about to lean down to knock on the... That's normal. Have you heard of somebody knocking their knees? <laughs> the robotic legs of Chiron. There is a click and a shoot noise as suddenly the entire bell jar of where his brain should be snaps open to reveal that there is simply a huge uh, floodlight that pierces out like a, um, a huge, powerful beam of light dazzling all of you and illuminating the corridor brilliantly. There's no brain. It's simply a huge mesh of wires in a murky liquid towards a giant filament. And as the light 
blinds all of you and you take a step back startled. You suddenly hear a whimper behind and as you turn, you see at the back of the group, Frizo, unbeknownst to all of you, is standing bolt upright and around his neck is a metal hand held by another one of these automata Chiron lookalites. His light now illuminating you both from the behind as well as all of you are trapped in the crossed beams. So there's, so there's two, two robots. and one of them's got Frieza. That's correct. Oh. 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 Uh, probably let him go. The figure looks at you with its, like, suddenly very violently, the neck snaps forward as the spotlight finds you, ah. Eden, and then there suddenly is a piercing, staticky noise, and through it you can hear the common tongue as you hear something that sounds almost like computer speech as it says, you will come with us. And it jabs its hand even further into Frizo's neck. Now, Frizo, ah. this is because of your one perception check. You still have ah. use of your hands. This creature has just jumped up behind you and grabbed you seconds before mm-hmm. it revealed itself to the rest of the now group. Now that it's um, touching me, what's it made out of? You can see it's metal. You're very clear that any of the human parts of Chiron are not present in these creatures, though they are obviously made in his likeness. No brains. Okay. No brains. Okay. 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 I'll just... I'll come with you. That's totally fine. You will come with us or the weird elf dies. Okay, well, wow. I, I'm Hurtful. pretty sure he's not an elf, but... Uh, oh, that's... Um, um, I malfunction! Just, malfunction! <laughs> I saw him from behind. I, I just assumed... Uh, uh, the, the, oh, oh, God. <laughs> you will come with us or the human... The human... Human. <laughs> oh no! Say it. It's okay day? to say it. Wait, I think you can. I think you can short circuit this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Perilously close. You tell you what. You've confused it for. <laughs> I said, do his eyes look different to yours? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> there At is this point. Uh, banknote wanders up and he's like, wanders up. Like, oh, okay, we don't have to do anything rash. Everybody, calm down. I'm just going to talk very slowly to you and. Come a little bit closer. You are able to come closer because it is—it's stressed out. Its light is moving wildly between the two of you. <laughs> Did I say something racist? <laughs> oh, no. I just came out of sensitivity training. <laughs> Nobody thinks you did anything racist necessarily. A lot of it is, unfortunately, about how the things you say are perceived by others. It's so unfair that the, it's so unfair that. that the robot said this, and now banknotes the one that has to talk it down. And banknote <laughs> is giving this very sensitive very empathetic talk. And while this is happening, I'm sure, but I just want you to know that while all of this happens, the other one has grabbed you, Filge. So you're you're held, but yes? Uh, Banknote is going to electrocute the robot. Okay, great. Opposed initiative rolls. Let's go. I want to do initiative two, Dave. What are you trying to do? I'm going to attack the one that's on Filge because I'm right behind her. That's allowed. Okay, great. The robot has an initiative of just even 10. What did you get? I rolled a... 20... 14. Okay, so as Banknote lunges towards one robot at the, on the south of the corridor, on the north of the corridor, you best on. What are you doing exactly? So what I'm going to do, Dave, because I'm ninth level, is I'm going to make an attack roll uh, with my with my sword on the bloody, uh, on the guy, which mm. is a nat 20. Fuck you, Dave. Doing... Fuck you. Again, I just, just want my friends to have a fun time playing so, Dungeons so, so and Dragons. It, so it does eight damage to him, right? But 
I'm going to perform because I'm a ninth level monk. There's some next level shit here. Mm -hmm. um, a stunning strike. Okay. Which... You, fuck you, where is it? Give me a character sheet any day. Why? Okay, <laughs> melee attack, I spend a one key point, and the target is stunned until the... Until I don't know if you guys notice this, but a lot of what all of you do when you're looking up things on your character sheets is under your breath, you say, fuck you, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wonder over five years what that does to me. <laughs> it's not you, it's the technology, Dave. So you got to make yeah, a paper con saving throw. DC 14 or be stunned. All right. Um, a roll. It rolls an eight. It's terrible. However, whatever organic stunning method that the Aarakocra of Chult have trained you does not work on this creature as it grabs your hand. <laughs> the damage hurts, however. Ow. Oh, it hurts him. Yes. Yeah, well, good. Well, I'm going to do the rest of my attacks then. I'm going to do more attacks then. All right. Keep, you keep doing that. While you're rolling that quickly, what happens? Uh, so... Uh, uh, Banknote rolls a uh, 13 plus 5 is 18. Mm -hmm. And then the damage uh, that he does. Oh, fuck, fuck, I backed. No, yeah, I got uh, Yep. Fuck you, fuck you. You swear a lot. <laughs> I know, you, and I you, always feel you, like it's. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. All right. <laughs> that could be any Dave. That could be, that could be Dave Matthews. <laughs> could be the movie Dave. Yeah. Uh, nine damage. Okay, great. Nine damage. Excellent. So, but, but I think that would be because it's a robot and because it's electric damage. I was, yeah. I think it would do forty damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guess. And I do twenty-three from three attacks, but I think it would be at least. Let's talk this through. One hundred sixty-seven. I'm just curious to know mathematically how you arrived at the number forty, King. Uh, well, I was like times it by four because it's probably quadruple 36. damage. And then I was like, <laughs> add a bit, add it, round it up because <laughs> I like me. Okay. All right. So yes, I will say the electricity blows out the light on the thing, and it suddenly screams in a very high pitched, uh, almost pneumatic uh, sort of whistle blast sound. Suck off protocol, engage! <laughs> backwards down the, the corridor. thing he says. <laughs> the filament explodes and there is a bright light that bursts forward and this one does dazzle everyone, so disadvantage Ooh. for the next round of combat. But by blowing it out, you have actually eliminated it. However, it reveals two more of these robots that had been stalking you up the south approach of the corridor. There are still three of them around you. You did 23 damage. Mm -hmm. The robot is almost Dead, Phil, you are up next. Have they got, like, felt on the bottom of their feet or something? Like, how are robots stealthi stealthily following us in a pure co cobalt tunnel? That's a great question. And you look down and you see that actually these one difference of them from the silhouette of Chiron is that the Human wheels... Feet. The wheels... <laughs> Human feet would be weird. <laughs> no, the wheels connect into a singular wheel. So these ones wheel, which is why, presumably, why this you mean corridor. The legs connect into a singular wheel. Yeah, they they port into like Gizmo oh, Duck from DuckTales. Oh god, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, like or Gizmo like, Duck. Or like the uh, robot uh, housekeeper in the Jetsons. Just yep. like that, <laughs> like Rosie. Those are like Rosie. A, Thank a you. A human unicyclist. Yeah. Right? Was her name Rosie? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't have any robot. I think it was Rosie, Rosie Riveter. Oh, uh, right. uh, Rosie. No. no, Rosie Riveter's the lady going, I let's do it. Yeah, I thought that was... And is she a robot? <laughs> no, but she does have a wheel for feet. Yeah, weirdly. it's never in the shot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who would win in a fight between Rosie the Riveter and Rosie from the Jetsons? Great question. Oh, mm. trick question. Those two girl bosses would team up together to fight the men. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it side by side. Both of them showing the guns. Please, a fan. Somewhere, make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> They're just beating the shit 
shit out of George Jetson. All right, there's three of you. Filge, what are you doing? I'm furious. What are you angry to be about? Captured by a robot of a man people. who I've already killed. The indignity. Okay, so you're going into a rage. I absolutely am going into a rage. Thank All right, you very great. Much. Make your attack. I will. I'm good. <laughs> With advantage. Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't don't say that. <laughs> you're in my house. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay, my best one, I got 25. 25 will hit. And then for my uh, damage, I got uh, 16. I got 14, but then I get plus two melee, don't I? Uh, Yes, you do. But the point is is that as soon as you connect with Thunder's Wake, your giant magical warhammer, as the electric discharge of the hammer connecting. Yes, I was hoping it was electric. It blasts with electric (laughs) energy. The filament smashes and cracks as the one that Baston had already warmed up for you goes skittering up the corridor, dead. The way is clear to the north. Now there are two of them tailing you from the back. And Bobby... Your turn is at um, is is now. <laughs> um, I feel like I have very little to offer in the robot fighting arena. Do you have anything slippery that their wheels would slip, slip and slide mm. all over? Them? Or anything sticky their wheels would stick to? Ooh, or yeah. a stick that you can jam in that sp- in those spots? Yeah, or um, nails, or um. Now you're just going through the Home Alone <laughs> <laughs> devices. Can we balance a bucket of water on door? Like a boom gate. Uh, yeah, okay, well, maybe I'll go in and I'll jam um, a dagger in the wheel. Well, what does the wheel look like? Is it it doesn't have spokes. It doesn't it's, have spokes? It's a clean metal wheel. Mm. The It does look like it's a bit of a weak point where the wheel connects to the spindly little legs. All right, I might, um, I might try and clang that with a sword. All right, grabbing clang. your moon-touched longsword, uh, short sword, you go in and you make an attack, go for it. Yep. That's a oh, 29, baby. 29, 29 hits, yep, to give you the damage. And um, nine damage. Nine points of damage. While this is happening, Frizo, it's your go. Frizo is going to cast Thunderclap. Oh, very nice. Uh, and he... Oh, no, so clap. the robots have to do a DC 14 dexterity save. Dexterity is not their high point. One gets a 12 and the other one gets a 17. One success. Goodness gracious. Okay, so they're going to take... Oops. That's right. Uh, 19? No, that can't be right. 14 damage. 14 damage. It's electrical again? Yeah, it's electrical. All right, great. So the one that fails the test blows out. The other oh, one... 19. Anyway, they're fucked. Yeah, the other one staggers back and it's in pain, which means that the next one to go... I'll let you do them both at the same time, Ben, because Edward Horatio Piss mm-hmm. and... Is he there? Yeah, I guess. Or is he, did he go on the ghost tour? I think no, he, he came back when. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's there. Back. Piss and bum, both there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both of Ben's well-named characters are in the fray, and they can do whatever they want. Ben, we have. What given did them- Edward Piss sound like? Was it me? Uh, <laughs> more or less. More or less me. All right. <laughs> Hello! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, ben, we haven't really discussed what these mm-hmm. characters do. So I, Edward Pierce is obviously an attaché, but of a school of magic. Yeah. So there might be something there. And the other one is a shadow broker of secrets illicit. So go nuts. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here's what, here's what I think. I think Ignatius Bum has a cane. Okay. Okay, because he's Candy an old man. Otherwise. Sorry? Candy? No, it's a regular cane. But on Christmas, he does let the people wrap a sort of red ribbon around it. And um, children, obviously. But it's not Christmas! <laughs> so he has a regular cane, and from that cane, he pulls a sword. Oh! oh. oh. And laser sword? A regular sword! Uh, a Christmas sword? 
candy sauce? Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> the last time we it's took it out was worm. Christmas. <laughs> Tinsel. Yeah, no, it's covered in tinsel, Ooh. but it's still very deadly. And he Ooh. says, let's see if I remember how to do this. And he falls over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he is rusty, so I feel like I should have to roll. Yeah, no, it's see falls- if I remember how to sword fight a robot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, give a roll for me a d20 yeah. as he grabs his stiletto out of his... All right, that is a... This is a veteran's cane. It's a real D&D magic item. Yeah, it is a metric two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he falls over. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> he raises it up his head and then, like, the force of it tips him back. Yeah, he hands <laughs> Mole Man's <laughs> He tries to step on it and the cane's not there. Um, Edward Pierce? Uh, he just takes his dick. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Isn't there a tiny warrior cricket in no, Ignatius Bum's hat? No, that no, was that's... in Trotwood's hat. Oh. You're thinking of you know, It wasn't Jeremiah Sneed's hat Yeah wow. And that tiny cricket Has a big gun <laughs> So it's a shame <laughs> That he's Dallin, not Dallin, here Dallin, 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 Dallin has a gun That shoots lightning bolts <laughs> Edward Pierce Says This is This is the time This is the time To make The name Pierce A noble name again Echo through the ages Yeah And he doesn't really Have a lot mm. He has a little dagger Yep That his father Also Edward Pierce Gave to him Say piss on the it side. says piss on the side. <laughs> Has it been dipped in urine? In no, order to make it's it just poisonous? the name, Michael. <laughs> it's just the man's name. Urine's not poisonous, Michael. Did you know that? Edward Piss pulls out the dagger. Piss by name pulls out his dagger and says, <laughs> "It has been an honor. You may not be gods, but you are gods in my heart." And then he says. It just occurred to me This is the sort of thing Somebody says Before they die And I don't want to die So I'm going to say Hello (laughs) And then he runs At the robot's Wheel With a Yeah I'm going That's going to provoke an attack A reaction attack From the robot He's going to die so hard Oh yep The robot gets a 25 on its ram attack. Um, which <laughs> is two. Poor old man with his book of secrets. No, this is Edward Piss. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, sorry. that's 15 points of damage, which means that Edward Piss, beloved level one henchman, is who Banknote has known for presumably his entire life, is grabbed and rammed against the wall as the robot turns around, erratically spinning around the filament trying to capture all of you, and you see his little jaw break and the dagger that says piss falls, clatters to the ground, the wheel entirely unmolested. (gasps) No, Edward, Edward! Oh, you know what? It's probably good that he's dead because some of his political opinions recently have been very dicey. (laughs) At least he didn't get his little hog out again. <laughs> and then as his final thing, as he's lying there on the ground, bleeding out with just a little death spasm, he opens up his fly oh. and gets his little oh, bleeding out. No. no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Best on, quickly. This is your go. Oh, I'm going to do more Oh, no, no, so the, the machine spins around having used its reaction attack and shoots its light out at all of you. Don't forget that you're dazzled. I try to remember that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes on you, Frieza, for a 24, which is definitely going to hit you. Yes. So you take 2d8 plus 3 points as well. So you take 11 hit points of damage as oh, you Frizo. fall back. Frizo is pinned against the wall painfully as the creature tries to get a scrabbling purchase on his back. And as a dull siren is now pulsing from its neck that is echoing up and down. Can the I corridor. help the one that's on Frizo? Because the it's, one. That's the only one that's left. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Is that critical? That's a no. That, I think no means one, though, doesn't it? Why does your dice... Yeah, it does. That's your dice. All right. 
Oh, I hit with one. You rolled one and a two? Yeah, and, and I hit with the 12, though. All right, great. Make you roll your damage. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, at yeah. S- at the same time, Banknote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how many are left? Just two? the one, one? That's, tr- that's killing Frieza, choking him out right now. Uh, and Frieza seems to like it. <laughs> Don't look at me! Don't look at me! Uh, Banknote runs across and goes, um, I'll kill you like I killed your father! And he uh, shocking grasps uh, Guy. Which is confusing because Banknote didn't kill Chiron, but let's keep going. Oh, no, I thought he that just was the met, other. He just the assumed. The other robot. <laughs> yeah, they were robots because they look the same. Uh, and Banknote <laughs> rolls. bring your son to work, Dan. <laughs> he day. thinks that this, yeah, that this <laughs> is a robot family. <laughs> that's the mom, that's the dad, big and brother, baby. <laughs> Banknote rolls in, 18 plus 4 is 22. He All thinks right. the Roomba's the baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Can you uh, roll for me a recharge dice? I just need you to roll a 1, 2, 3, or 4. Uh, well, that's a 6, baby. Uh, all right, there is a noise as Banknote's electric shock glove dies. Its temporary batteries capacitor drained, but <gasps> its power has instead entered the robot, which looks, turns around piteously before its filament explodes with shrapnel showering Frieza for four points of damage, Banknote for three points of damage, and the poor lost body of Edward Horatio Piss, his piss knife on cold on the floor it's called a piss knife because it's a knife of the family piss that's mm-hmm. it it's got nothing to do with anything oh, else same spelling different meaning and <laughs> it's a what's hom- the meaning it's ben? a homophone oh <laughs> piss, <laughs> piss is a very old name dating back uh, uh, meaning urine um, <laughs> 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 which is a famous <laughs> sterilizing agent yeah Beloved by many. And high above New Islandor, five lights go out for the very last time, three of them on robots, strange Ardenites, eternal guardians of the Citadel of Never, created in the likeness of Chiron, that great hero of a lost age, and two more pinpoints of light die as well. The last light in the eyes of Edward Horatio Piss, last of his name and great line, who dies here in the service of his one true friend and master, Lion Shield Banknote, who is already presumably in the process of forgetting him to find out what happens next tune in to the next episode of dragon friends thank you the dragon friends are alex lee eden lacy simon griner and michael hing our dungeon master is dave Harmon, with npc voices provided by ben jenkins and post accompaniments by tom cardi shakira khan is our producer the podcast is edited mixed and mastered by me hugh guest and this episode was recorded at Dave's house in Gadigal Land in the Euro Nation. Until next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. A fucking dragon friend. I reckon if you cut yourself and I pissed on the wound... 
At the very least, it would be annoying. It's, no, it's famously <laughs> sterile. Yeah. Ah, poison. They, they, they recommend you do that. No one is yeah. recommending Jellyfish that I piss sing. on Simon's wounds. No, no. If you get Michael, this is an open invitation. <laughs> if I am wounded, pee pee away. <laughs> yeah. But also, just because something's sterile doesn't mean just because there's no bacteria in it doesn't mean it's good for no, you. No, but you can clean no, out a wound. But it also doesn't mean it's poisonous. So if your option is this, is it? Okay, you and me are uh, camping as we like to do. We're outdoorsmen, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and rugged is the day we. Were we were hunting a bear, okay? Sure. And the bear attacks Why? me. Like you always do. All right? The bear we're hunting a... We're, we're trying to capture a bear to put it in our circus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's an unethical circus. <laughs> Extremely unethical circus. And the only way that I can get my animals for it is me and Hing have to go. We have to lie to everyone we know, our partners. <laughs> Nobody can know about the circus. <laughs> this, this is the spin-off I came to see. I yeah. love it. And we hunt a bear. <laughs> so good. It's our annual trip. Yeah, so so we do this. We've got this huge thing. We tell people that oh. we're going to Korea to watch a League of Legends championship, <laughs> but we we go to the Arctic Circle to hunt a bear because you promised me that you would help me fill my unethical circus. And every year, once a year, I make you help me. And what have you got? What have you got already in your unethical circus? Or is this just to get it off the ground? It's, it's, it needs, it needs the bear to prove to his investors that he can <laughs> Right now, all he has is a bunch of criminal clowns. <laughs> There's a monkey that he's taught to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> And so, picture, so we're there, we're there, and I get savagely mauled by the bear, and there is a creek on the left of me, and your uh, wee sack... In your pants Because sure. he refuses to wee in nature Because we were told take, Leave only footprints Take yeah. only photographs Take only so bears Take only photographs And one specific bear Yeah. So you have this pouch of urine That you keep on your belt uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, in that circumstance I would rather you clean out my wounds After you've scared off the bear uh-huh. With the urine because it's sterile Dave can we play this adventure Instead of the rest of the <laughs> So you would rather I slit open the goon sack of piss that I have and pour that on your on your. I think like, any of us would prefer that rather than creek water. I'd ask you to yes, kill me there. Creek, <laughs> there could be cryptosporidium in that. Creek. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I wow. want cryptosporidium. Okay, so wait. So just, think we'll, of just go, we'll just go around the circle, Dave. You want me to piss? Uh, you want the piss eaten? Piss? I want have nothing to do with you. Okay, Alex, bring that bear back. <laughs> uh, Simon, I've already said yes. So okay, and then you want me to kill you with a brick? I want you to kill me with a river stone. <laughs> Raymond Carver way of putting it. <laughs> Michael, ben holds, ben holds my hands. Michael, there was never a bear. <laughs> okay, great. What so the fuck Edward were we Pitt. doing? 